Hello, 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 everyone. This is Sunday Recap with Pastor Hicks. Good to um, get an opportunity to talk to all of you um, via Anchor. Um, remember, every Monday or Tuesday, we'll be doing a Sunday Recap of the Preached Word. Um, this week, our sermon was entitled, I'm About That Life. <laughs> and yes, um, that's a play on the vernacular. Um, of this present age and we came from first Peter 3 um, 8 through 17 I won't be with you guys long this week because I only I didn't preach that long um, this weekend um, but the first part of our time together dealt with I'm about that life because I'm on your side and it really spoke to the fact of Peter talking to these pilgrims or these strangers in a strange land, or these new Christians, um, and giving them directives for how to treat each other. The text says, finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tenderhearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. Um, and the first part about being about that life was really trying to drive home the point of being brother and sister to each other. And normally that's considered a light and trite point to preach on if you want to garner amens or garner a loud shout. But in light of life right now, in light of shootings in schools, in light of blight in urban communities, in light of opioid epidemics in light of crack epidemics in light of just the topsy-turvy nature of our world whether it's personal or whether it's political it seems as though we are just without folks on our side who are tender-hearted and who are sympathetic until this tragedy strikes i mean peter was really trying to emphasize to the early christians the early believers um that we need to be a certain way to each other. We need to encourage each other. We need to be there for each other. Um, we need to be intentional about how we show love to each other. It's hard enough um, to deny the flesh. It's hard enough to deal with that conflict and to bring out the God-natured person that you are by yourself. And it helps if you have somebody else along the journey to do that. The Bible declares that, um, behold, how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. Um, it is important. Um, it is vital. It is essential that we have each other, that we have each other's back, um, and that we are there for one another. Then, then he goes into um, something where he says, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away. From evil and do good, search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. In other words, if you want to enjoy this life, if you want to, as we say, live this life abundantly, then watch how you talk about people and watch how you repair to people. I made the allegory, made the illustration on, on this past Sunday about a runner um, and all runners know that if you're running the race, it matters what you wear. And you want to wear the lightest clothing possible. The race has to be won. 
You're going to go through pains of the race. You're going to go through trials of the race. You're going to go through tough times of the race. But isn't it better to wear what you need and not carry on extra weight? There is an extra weight associated with meanness. There's an extra weight associated with hate. There's an extra weight associated with revenge. I'm not saying don't stand for justice. I'm not saying don't stand for what is right. But, but Peter is letting the people know you do not become what you've beheld. You do not take on the evil of the culture. You do not even take on the evil of re revenge. You, are, you take on the mindset of not repaying evil for evil, but repaying evil for good. And it says the Lord is watching how we treat each other. Even if I'm about that life and I'm on your side and those who are closest to me sometimes make it even difficult to be on their side. And then finally, um, the second part of the sermonic moment was I'm about that life, but at what cost? So then the text goes into the following. Now, who will want to suffer? Who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? I'm on verse 13. And again, we're on 1 Peter 3, um, 8 through 17. Now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid about their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. So I'm about that life, but at what cost? And getting right to the point, um, Peter is saying, if you're going to be about that life, attacks are going to come. If you're going to embody... Um, and radiate God's presence in your life, not just reflect it, but have that God-shaped force living in you, and it comes out in how you treat people, there are going to be attacks. There are going to be attacks from the spirit of darkness. Um, there are going to be attacks because folks don't know how to handle you being that way. And then he does something very, very interesting. He says, sanctify yourselves in the New King James Version before the Lord. And he mentions worship. And we always attribute that to going to a sanctuary or going to a place to lift hands and pray and praise and shout. And all that is important. But when he says sanctify, what Peter's trying to get across is place God in the forefront of your mind. Spend time with God. Spend time with the creator. Spend time with your heavenly father. Spend time being comforted by the female component of the Godhead called the Holy Spirit. Spend time with his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus the Christ. Spend time with all three to prepare you for when things hit the fan. In other words, you are preparing your body, you're preparing your heart, you're preparing your spirit for the defense mechanism that you will need when things get rough. So the allegory we used on Sunday was when you go take a self-defense class or course, they're lying to you if they tell you you won't get hit. What they're teaching you how to do is minimize the amount that you take by practicing the skill of defending yourself. So when you go to a Krav Maga course, you go um, to Kung Fu, you go to any of those kinds of disciplines, you're going in there to learn that if I get into an altercation, I will take hits. 
But the best way to prepare myself is to practice the defense so that when it happens, I can handle myself. Peter is saying, practice your defense. Practice spending time with the Lord. Practice praying. Practice meditating. Practice being alone with him. Practice being in his presence so that when you get in the world, so that when you get in a situation, so that when you come against rough times, you are prepared to handle it. You are prepared to deal with it. The cost is not the rough times. The cost is sanctifying or going through that period and staying in that period. It's not a going through and then you're done. A consistent relationship with God will prepare you to deal with life. So you're about that life, but the cost is I have to spend time with him because then once I spend time with him, when trouble comes, he may give me discernment before it happens. He may give me revelation about the lesson I'm supposed to learn. He may prepare me to respond in love when I normally would respond in aggression. He will prepare me to defend myself but not defend myself and give evil for evil, but defend myself to just get the person off of me and then be able to have love showered on them after that altercation is over. So if you're about that life, first and foremost, as we wrap up the Sunday recap, you want to make sure that you are being kind and tenderhearted and loving, especially to those of the faith, but even those outside of the faith, because how else will people be one if you aren't loving to them? And then... If you're about that life, understand the discipline that it takes. I'm not talking about dogma. I'm talking about spending quality time consistently in the presence of the Lord so that you radiate the presence of God from you. Because this is your preparation, period, for the drama that you see in the streets. We see it. If you happen to, to delve into news, um, it can be a negative bombardment on your spirit. You need to be prepared. Even if you're walking in purpose, even if you're walking in calling, even if you are walking as Adam did in the cool of the day in these days and times, you need to be prepared when you walk out of your house. You need to be prepared inside your home to deal with just life. And this is the preparation. And then finally, as I say goodbye to you, um, the text says, remember, it is better to suffer for doing good. Verse 17. And if that is what God wants, then it is to suffer for doing wrong. What are you suffering for? What are you going through for? Are you going through because God has instructed this is your pathway? Or are you going through because you've been disobedient? Are you going through because you're out of the will of the creator? Are you going through because you're denying the gift of salvation that will draw you closer to him? And you're deciding to do it your own way. Are you going through because you won't take on peace? You want to stay in a, a, a constant state of struggle? Or are you going through because you have been kind-hearted? Because if that's the case, God will take care of you. God will provide. He will give you enough because you, again, you are radiating him. Not reflecting it. He's in you. The presence is in you. Again, the three persons of the Godhead is all in you. That, is, that all exists in your being once you accept him. He will give you enough. So you can provide for yourself. Be about that life. Be about that life and take care of and be kind-hearted with, with, with sympathy um, to your brothers and sisters. Be about that life. Know the cost. 
The cost is spending time sanctifying yourself, preparing yourself for that time alone, or with that time alone with God, so that you are able um, to deal with the life's ups and downs. And finally, make sure that you're, if you're about that life, you're suffering for the right reasons. You're going through. Remember, the race has to be run. Remember, the self-defense is because there will be hits. You will suffer in this life. You will go through in this life. You will have those proverbial trial, those proverbial trial and tribulations. The question for you, the question for you, the question for me, is how will we go through? Will, will, will we be about that life? Thank you for your time. I thank you for listening. Please clap. Um, please call in. Um, please leave comments. Uh, please leave questions. We'll be back again next week. Um, still dealing in the word. Um, I thank you um, for tuning in um, to this week's episode of Sunday Recap. Be blessed.